0: Welcome back to my podcast. Today, we're reading chapters 13, 14, maybe 15 of Running Dream. But first, if you want to see my Christmas special, you can, or any other books that I've put in there, you can subscribe to get this exclusive episodes. Also, if you don't know how to find these episodes, or your friend that wants to listen can't find Spotify or anything like that, You can go to my website, which I'll have a link to in the description, and you can just, and you can click on, I think it has one version of it on it, and then you can also click, I think there's a link also, but I'm not sure, I'll have to check for you guys, I'll put that in the description too. Okay, let's start reading with chapter thirteen Chapter thirteen After school Fiona is willingly across the campus in the direction of the courtyard when she says I just realized who something What's that? Guess who wasn't at your party today? Uh who? Meryl I shift my backpack in my lap. Did I miss her? No. I twisted gnit Glance at Fiona. Forget about her, would you? Fiona grunts. Hard to. Look, I know you hate her, but I'm starting to think you're obsessing about her because you like him. She stops wheeling and comes around to look me right in the eyes. What kind of friend do you think I am? You're the one who likes him. The whole thing bugs me because he should be with someone like you, not her. (laughs) Fiona, please stop this. But she doesn't. I, we, thought he was smart. You know, Principal. You know, Principal. Remember her speech when he was running for class president? You said it was the most amazing thing you've ever heard. And it was. She started pushing me again. How could he let himself be snowed by Meryl? Uh, she's gorgeous. She grunts again. Guys are so shallow. It goes both ways. Most girls don't like Gavin because of some speech, or because of his pieces in the school paper, or because he started a town-wide warrant drive. They like him because he's cute. Well, see, you're different, and I'm sorry. I know I've been kind of annoying about him. It just makes me mad to see her with him when she's such a princess and you've gone through so much. I twist around. Well, keep it cool because here they come. Gavin and Meryl are quite a distance across the courtyard, but they're on the same walkway we're on, and they're definitely closer in. Meryl is linked to Gavin in her classic way, both of her arms hugging one of his as she looks up adoringly at him. It's strange, but it doesn't really bother me. I guess I got bigger issues now than clinging onto an old crush. Still, what I really want to do is steer clear of them. Go in a different direction. go four-wheeling across the grass. Just, I just don't want to have to deal with him or her. But as I'm suggesting the sniffy Gavin notices. He stops for an instant, then hurries towards us, leaving Meryl clinging to air. Jessica, he calls. I hate being a charity case, I grumble. He smiles as he approaches. I've been watching for you all day. I thought you'd be in the courtyard at lunch. Fiona's right about his chin scruff, it gives him an edge. A very attractive edge. As if he needed it. Meryl's already scurried over, and the first thing she does is latch onto Gavin again. Hi, Jessie, she says. So good to see you. I can feel myself bristle, like I need her phony friendliness. Fiona moves up beside me and keeps her focus on Gavin. The track team had a party for her in Cairo's room the whole team was there. She eyes my Mar- well, almost the whole team. Gavin looks at Meryl, Who releases him with one hand she c- can hold back so she can hold back a gasp of regret. Oh, I'm so sorry. I completely forgot. Easy to do, I suppose, Fiona Fiona says, turning a sarcastic eye towards the big bold welcome back banner in the Greek theater. She sweeps around behind me and says, Well, we've got to get moving, places to go, things to do. Wow, I gasped out of earshot. You were kind of brutal. I've never known anyone so phony and self-absorbed, she mutters. Guys can be so dumb. We get to the car and I'm suddenly tired. You made it, she says, when we're both belted in. How are you feeling? I laugh. I'm feeling sorry for you that you have to go to track practice. You were up all night putting together this amazing day for me, and now you have to go do what? Wind sprints? She cranks the motor. It's actually just a team meeting, and Cairo knows I'm going to do it. Just a team meeting, but then I realize, like, are the Glenwood relays tomorrow? She nods as we drive along. I think about Gavin being with Meryl, and I'm surprised that it doesn't really bother me. Maybe in the contrast between subjects, Gavin versus the Glenwood relays, Right after the last conventional meet, someone died. Someone else lost her leg. Besides, if Mira's the kind of girl Gavin likes, then maybe I him gave him too much credit. These thoughts swirl inside me for a little while and I and I let them stew. But in the end of in the in the end the conclusion doesn't change. I'm not consoling myself or fooling myself believing I don't want him because my chances are ha- having him have gone from slim to none. It's really just simple. I'm over Gavin Vance. Chapter 14 Mom's watching for me when I get home. I knew she would be. She has sun chips and cheese waiting for me in the kitchen, my favorite after-school snack. We sit and talk, and it makes me feel good that she's so interested in knowing all about my day. But honestly, how can I explain it? I tell her the basics, that my homework load is greatly reduced, that Fiona was amazing, that there were was a big party for me in Kyra's room, and that the people were nice to me. But I don't mention the stairs or inverted eyes. I don't tell her about Gavin or Mel or Mr. Vetter's question or Mrs. Rucker's cool Dem- demeanor or sitting with Rosa. I'm too tired to revisit any of the tough stuff. But tired or not, there is one thing I have to know about. Mom, I ask. She's revealing my juice glass. Yes, sweetheart. Kyra mentions there's a problem with the insurance. What's going on? And why does Dad think it's Kyra's fault? The juice slows to a dribble as she looks directly at me. It runs down the pitcher, then drips onto the table. He says that? Yes. The pitcher wobbles a bit as she puts it down. He shouldn't have mentioned a thing. She shakes her head a little. Your father will be furious. Why? I don't get that. I don't get it at all. Because you of all people shouldn't be worried or even thinking about insurance. He had no business telling you that there was a problem. He only told me because I asked. About insurance? No, about why dad's mad at him. Your father's not mad at him. Really, he's mad at the situation. I think that in the beginning, Cairo got a brunt of that. Well, Dad made me think he was mad at Cairo, so I asked, okay? Mom sighs. Well, now he will be. He'll be mad at Cairo. Look, none of this, none of it. It's his fault. He's aged 10 years since the ring. He wears a Lucy bracelet, okay? Mom heaves another sigh. So, tell me what's going on with insurance. I don't understand what the big problem is. I stare at her. She considers this for what seems like an eternity. Finally, she takes a deep breath. It's nothing that time won't take care of. Everything will be okay. It's just that payment is clogged because of the different insurance companies are dugging their feet, each pointing finger at each other. I found at her. What does that mean? She closes her eyes, takes another deep breath, holds it for another eternity, and finally says, Jack Lowe didn't have... The guy in the truck that hit us? Right. See, normally since the accident was his fault, his insurance company would pay your medical bills, but he didn't have insurance. His truck wasn't even legally registered. He had current tags, but the police think he peeled it off of another vehicle to avoid getting stopped. I let this sink in. But who does he work for? Don't they have insurance? She sighs. He worked for himself. He was a freelance junk hauler and got paid by the job. So that's it there's no insurance no money well he's still liable or his estate is now and he did own property a sizable junk chunk of it near penn Lake, where his widow lives so what then will she have to sell it to pay for the hospital bills mother my mother nods yes but of course she doesn't want to so she's hired a lawyer to fight it meanwhile the school district and the bus company are both claiming no fault and so far haven't picked up any of the expenses. Wait, the buses aren't owned by the school? That's right, apparently they're owned by a subcontractor with a separate insurance. It's all very complicated, with lots of people in lots of offices claiming it's not their liability. A question hovers in my mind, but don't we have insurance? My voice is small because I'm pretty sure I already know the answer. We do on your dad, health, life, disability, but we got the works on him. She shakes her head and wipes the juice on the napkin. We used to have it for the rest of us, but the cost was so high, we let it go. And we never imagined this. I let it, this all sink in. Then I ask, so who's been paying the bills? Her lips pinch together as she breathes in through her nose. As I said, it's going to take a, some time to sort this out. But meanwhile, and how much money are we talking about? Meanwhile, it's not your job to worry about this. It will all work it out itself. Your sole focus should be getting back into life, she smiles at me, which it sounds like you did a great job of today. I, I'm quiet, thinking she gets that way too. Then she stands and clears out paper plates. If you don't mind, she says softly, let's keep this conversation between the two of us. I don't know who your dad would be matter at, your coach or me. Keeping it between us is not hard to do. Dad work late, look, works late and then is gone early. He hasn't been around much since or since I came home from the hospital. And now I understand why. I still have to see doctors. I still need to get a leg and someone has to pay the bills. Well, that's the end of these chapters today. We couldn't do 15 because I'm running over time. But join us tomorrow for chapters 15 and then start of part 3 straight away with chapters one we'll probably do chapters 15 and one and maybe two tomorrow well see you later and remember to check out my website for any updates on the podcast and and you can also subscribe to see the Christmas special where we cover some things on Christmas if you like the Halloween sample and a couple books that I put over there if you like them also today i looked at the the place and we had like at least 200 and i'm really excited so thank you all for listening to my episodes and i will see you next time goodbye